Welcome back to the Syracuse Football Podcast. I'm Stephen Bailey, beat reporter for the Post Standard and Syracuse.com, bringing you a special edition of the show. No Julian Wiggum today. Julian and I are long overdue to come on and chat and, and take questions and talk about staff changes and all of the things that have happened since the early signing period. Believe me, that is coming. But today, I have an interview with Tony White, Syracuse's defensive coordinator to be. Tony signed an offer sheet on Tuesday and is hoping to start working early next week, just waiting for his background check to clear. He is going to be bringing the 335 that <laughs> we spent so much time talking about. And uh, as you'll hear, he actually has very close ties to Zach Arnett, the man who previously signed an offer sheet and then went to Mississippi State to take the same position, defensive coordinator. Tony was <laughs> was Zach's linebacker's coach at New Mexico as a senior in 2008, and then he shared a staff with him for a number of years at San Diego State under Rocky Long running that same 335. Uh, for the last two years, Tony's been at Arizona State. He went over there with Danny Gonzalez. He's the cornerback's coach and defensive passing game coordinator for two years before being promoted to defensive coordinator in December. Uh, of course, he's only there for a little over a month before Dino pulled him to Central New York. So uh, Tony and I get into all of that. We get into his relationship with Dino. They overlap for a year at UCLA. We talk a little bit about his kind of his recruiting prowess and, and what he might bring to Syracuse and, and the installation process, which is really going to be a challenge. Uh, right now, there's no one else on Syracuse's staff with 335 experience, so he'll probably be teaching the majority of the coaching staff, if not the entire coaching staff, and then the players as well starting the spring. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. As always, please go subscribe, whatever you listen to your podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Give us five stars. And thanks for listening. Just to kind of start, walk me through um, the process here. I know Zach was quote-unquote hired January 11th and then ended up going to Mississippi State the 22nd. Uh, I've seen kind of reports, and I know you did a radio interview in Arizona, that, that you were kind of in the mix for the job beforehand. Like, can you kind of walk me through what the process has been like and, and how this kind of came to be? Yeah, well, um you know, first first of all, I, I I actually was on the same staff as Dino back in uh, I think it was 2007 when he was the I think he was like the associate head coach, running backs coach at UCLA, and I was a graduate assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, again at San, at uh, San Diego State, we actually played his uh, that Jimmy Garoppolo team at Eastern Illinois, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, and uh, so you know, throughout the years have, have always been known, uh, seen, uh, coach Baber's work. And then, um, he actually came out to see us. I think it, I don't remember when it was, I think it was like 2014 or 15, 13, 14, 15, somewhere right in there. Because I think from that game, from playing him at Eastern Illinois, he was always intrigued about the defense. So he actually came out to see us. He met with, uh, he met with uh, coach long, um, he met with Danny. So th- this might have been like 16 or 17. He, uh, he met with Danny. Um, um, you know, he was, uh, he was really interested in the defense. You can see it back then. So, you know, he get the whatever happens, happens. And now he's got a defensive coordinator job open. So obviously uh, he tried to get the, the guru himself. And, uh, you know, Coach Long, I think, just for family reasons and where he was at career-wise, um, decided not to do it. Then obviously, um, the Zach, you know, when Zach got hired now, I know there was a report that I got offered the job before that that's false. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Dino never offered me the job the, the first time. All Dino did was he called, you know, I had talked to him about about Coach Arnett and the defense again, you know, about the intricacies of it and, you know, what the staff would be, uh, you know, components like that. But he never offered me the job. You know, he was calling in references to, to Zach Arnett and, and, you know, about the defense. So then after we talked, he he hired Zach. And then, you know, that, that thing with Zach – it came out the blue and then um and then uh I didn't actually hear anything from from coach Babers until uh it was literally like yesterday afternoon <laughs> um he called me he called me you know again he called me about the defense about the defense in general and then uh or sorry it was 2 days ago he called me about the defense in general right and about the you know clinicking and how long it would take to learn and all this kind of stuff and then uh, he called, he said, you know what, I have some stuff to do. You know, he was out recruiting or whatever. And he's like, I'm gonna call you back. So then he calls back, uh, yesterday and, uh, um, oh, he calls back two days ago. And, uh, he essentially says, Hey, look, you know what? I want, I want to run this defense. Um, and you know, we, we have a relationship and you've always, you know, you've always talked about the defense. You got a chance to run the defense. Uh, you know, you're deep. You know, what do you think about the opportunity? And you know, the rest is history. Once he once he offered it, it was a matter of, you know, you're in two great spots. Um, you know, two two programs that that are first class institutions and all that stuff. So really, you know, it was a uh, it was kind of shocking to me. And 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 again, I had to talk it over with with my family and every and, and you know everyone around me. I got, I got so much experience. You know, talked it over with. Marvin, Herm, guys, uh, you know, Antonio talked mm-hmm. over with a lot of people and then decided, uh, yeah, man, this is, this is a move that I can, I can go over there and, and really have an impact. It's kind of funny. Cause when we talked, um, we talked about Zach after he was, um, he signed an offer sheet with SU, you were kind of his sounding board at the coaches convention. Kind of, he's asking you, so yeah. he was asking you questions about the install at Arizona state and going back and forth on a lot of stuff. Like, was the possibility of you being the defensive coordinator at Syracuse something you really even thought about or considered before Dino called you a couple of days ago? Yeah, you know, for the for the very reasons why I accepted it. Number yeah. one, you know, be, being I, I, I've seen, I've always kept up with with Coach Babers, and everywhere he's been, they've won. You know, everywhere they've been, they've been exciting to watch. Guys play hard, they're physical, all that kind of stuff. And and when he came to visit us about the defense, I saw his interest in it. You know what I mean? Here's a head man and he's at he's at an ACC program and you're talking about him wanting to run this defense, him trying to learn this defense, him hot, trying to hire guys from this defense. So I saw that he wanted this defense. He wanted he wanted to be able to take this and, and have this a part of of his team and his arsenal. So, you know, when when he was calling around for Zach and everything, you know, you, of course you get you get visions in your head and you're like, man, it would it would, it would be pretty cool, you know, to to be with a guy who one has been successful wherever he's been, two has an explosive offense, and then now you know have a chance to implement the defense that he wants. So he wants this defense, you know. So yeah, you, you start daydreaming about it, but then when he called, you're kind of like it's surreal, and you're like, okay, well now guess what? You got a decision to make. You know, let's make it. Let let's go. And sure enough, sat back, talked it over with everybody, and here we are. 
For sure. You've kind of touched on some of the reasons, but when you're making that, I guess, theoretical T-chart, or I don't know if you actually kind of wrote it out, what kind of pushed you oh. to, to make the jump and, and come over here? Because the 335 hasn't really been run here, and, and as we talked about with Zach, uh, I don't know if you'll have an assistant coming in with 335 experience, but it, it seems like mm-hmm. you're going to be doing a lot of the, the heavy lifting. Well, I mean, you got some good coaches over there, you know, and, and I'm I'm familiar with uh, Coach Standard, who was at Wyoming. I mean, mm-hmm. we had some good battles when we were there. Um, and uh, but again, yeah, because of the nature of it, you know, me being uh, a promoted DC here and the work we, we had started over here, you know, it, it really was it, it was really a difficult decision. I really had to sit down and talk about it one with my family, you know. Uh, with my wife and we talked till you know one one in the morning about uh, all this stuff and going over scenarios and and everything and then got up early in the morning and went in the went into work and then now talking to Marvin Lewis you know with all his experiences going back and forth you know talking to Herm Edwards and all his experiences and all the places he's been and you know just getting a, a vibe and a feel from everybody and and it's it's crazy because the the first initial thought that I had when I went to bed that night was you know, maybe, maybe we stay, you know, maybe we stay, but then uh, getting up in the morning, looking at the, looking at the team, looking at the defense, looking at the coaches there. Um, um, and then talking to everybody was, it was like, Hey man, this is, this is an opportunity to go make something special happen. And, you know, I, I, I said, Hey, I'm in. For sure. Um, that was kind of going to be one of my next questions is, is the personnel you've got at Syracuse. Uh, I know you're still out in Arizona, so you haven't seen, I, yep, I suspect, yep. any of these guys firsthand. But, you know, what, what do you nope. kind of think of what they have and, and also the kind of the recruiting class this year? Um, I, I think towards the end it might have been oriented toward the three three five, but I know Dino said he tried to keep flexibility uh, with the early signing class in December. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, I haven't had a chance to actually go there and watch a whole lot of tape. I did see some tape on, on Syracuse defensively-wise, uh, um, when we played, you know, in our preparations for Florida State, mm-hmm. um, got a chance to watch watch what Syracuse did, and uh, and then um, looking at some of their recruits, you know, just going on the roster page and looking up heights and weights and experience, all that kind of stuff. You know, you 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 uh, you kind of get a sense that they're an athletic team, fast, built built with speed, which you know you you can be a little bit undersized, but uh, as long as you're fast and athletic, I think. That's where the three-three-five comes in. It allows you to to be really versatile, show a lot of moves, and put players in position to make plays. For sure. Um, however, kind of fair, or, or honestly, it might be a little weird <laughs> for you guys. I think people in Syracuse are gonna compare you to Zach a little bit, at least coming in, which is funny because you coached him his senior year at New Mexico and then were colleagues at San Diego State um, and, frankly, are, are probably going to do a lot of similar things. But kind of on paper, when I look at the two, the experiences the two of you have had, kind of the two, dif- two of the key differences to me are, one, he, he had d- technically D.C. experience a couple seasons at San Diego State, and I know you were just promoted, um, whereas you have install experience. You have gone through the process of going to a school with, with Danny Gonzalez at Arizona State and trying to teach, <laughs> teach it to everybody at once, which is something that hasn't been done in, in a while, um, at least at San Diego State. Uh, how do you kind of balance or, or I guess see kind of your experiences in regard to having installed it and how does that kind of prepare you to go about being a full-time DC for, for a full season obviously multiple seasons potentially for the first time yeah well the, the first thing is the like you said it's one thing because we were at San Diego State so 
guys when when we recruited them, they were already indoctrinated into it. So bringing the the three through five to Arizona State, um, you know, the transition of how much you can install at what pace can you install it, and then making sure that uh, that you know you're given a great balance between having having the ability to to coach the coaches and the players, but at the same token, letting them run and letting them control their position group, so that way they get they get uh, bought into it as well, you know, and, and seeing all those dynamics, you know. So same thing, coming over here, we've, we've got good coaches on the staff, you know. I've been looking them up, and, and I actually just texted them this morning, um, telling them I'm really looking forward to going over there and working with everybody. But same deal, you know, you gotta you got to go over there and, and get in the philosophies and, and your experiences with the defense, but at the same token, trusting these coaches and their knowledge, um, because they are professionals and they have been in a lot of places and they got a lot of great input. And now my job is going to be combine the two and say, okay, this is what the kids can absorb. This is what we can teach at a high level. So, you know, let's go and let's execute that. And then from there, I think get a good foundation and a good base to start off with and then in- install as we go. Is there something you and Danny tried to do at Arizona state that you're as far as install that maybe didn't work that you're going to try and do differently here? Uh, no, it, it's all about pace. You know, mm-hmm. it's all about pace and how you set it up and, and how you go in there and how you how you teach and, and how much time you have to teach because, you know, like uh, uh, at Arizona State, we started spring ball pretty early, so you didn't have as much install uh, portions early. You know what I mean? So, again, I, I haven't sat down with, with Coach Babers yet, but um, it, it, it's all about it's all about the pace. I mean, you can install uh, – you can install – Two, three hundred plays, but if if they can't absorb but five of them, then hey, let's 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 take these five and let's do these things really good. And then when we do do them really well, then now we can add in a sixth and then a seventh. So again, I I don't know yet. Um, I don't know yet because I haven't been around the players. I haven't been around the other coaches. I haven't been in a in a meeting room for you know for hours on and and listen to them talk and see you know see what's going on, see the personnel, see who fits best where, all those things yet. But uh, Again, my only concern is the pace. You know, I want to make sure that that we do install um, our foundational elements of the three through five. But at the same token, nothing. You ain't gonna play any good defense. It don't matter what you run. You're not playing good defense if guys can't teach it and guys can't absorb it. For sure, that makes sense. And I, I think the perspective I'm coming from is having talked to you know a lot of the guys who I talked to about Zach previously. We're 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 giving me kind of the full the full spectrum. Obviously, full installed San Diego State for a while, and kind of a, I learned a little bit about all the things that the three three five can do. So I'm interested to see, you know, how that pacing works, and and, and you know how it kind of develops over time. Um, s- switching gears a little bit, I did know you, you overlapped with Dino for a year at UCLA. Uh, what was that experience like? And do you have kind of a favorite moment or, or story from your time together there? No, you know, he was on the offensive side of the ball and I was on the defensive side of the ball. And being a young guy, you know, you're just doing everything you can for you're just doing everything you can for for the coaches, you know what I mean? So I, I don't I didn't really have all I know is that they used to send me down to uh down to different restaurants in Westwood at the at rush hour <laughs> when I was a GA and uh it would take like 2 hours. it would be a 2 hour trip to go 5 miles in Westwood to bring them back bring them back food and have it all set up for them after beatings and stuff. So I always thought that was, uh, I always thought that was, that was hilarious. You know, took more time to run down and go get the food than it was to set up and eat it, you know? Yeah. 
Oh, I feel you. I did a summer out in L.A. as an intern. I, I can relate to that. Oh, man, it's ridiculous. It is. It's it, ridiculous, man. It really is. I don't miss ridiculous. it. Um, I do miss the weather, though. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, kn- I know, um, you know, you, you're well-known as a recruiter. Um, won a couple awards, I believe, from Scout. Um, what's, what do you kind of plan on bringing in that regard? And I'd imagine some of your ties are farther west. Do you kind of Have you guys talked about a plan for where it makes sense for you to kind of recruit? Nope. Nope. Right now it was all about, um, you know, taking the job. It, it all, essentially on signing day, number one, it's about the young men who are signing into the program right now. Today's their day. You know what I mean? That I take a backseat to those guys and because and, they're, they're the future. They're the most important people in the program. So today's their day to, to be recognized uh, as uh, student athletes at the, at the Syracuse, you know, but uh, I'm I'm actually gonna gonna head out there and, and meet with meet with uh, Coach Babers and uh, and uh, this weekend and then I'll be there on Monday and like I said as, as soon as all this paperwork and stuff gets out the way um, then you know again I, I I I'm gonna sit down with them and map out but you know I, I am a recruiter I I naturally I, I I even when I took the the defensive coordinator job here you know I wasn't in the office I was out still out on the road. Um, looking at guys and evaluating them and all that kind of stuff. So it, it's important to me that, that you recruit, you know, you got to build these relationships with these young men and especially being the defensive coordinator, you know, you, you got to have a, you got to have a, a, a relationship a, even more so than the, than the regular position coaches, because those guys are busting their butt for you. You know, you're, you're, you're drawing up the plays, you're coming up with, you're putting these guys in position, you know, they got to trust that, that uh, they got to trust you. And so I want to make sure that, you know, that I'm hands-on, that I'm not some dude just sitting in the office and, and telling guys to do stuff that you wouldn't actually do. That's not me. You know, I just – I came up as a recruiter, so I want to make sure I bring that element to, to wherever they put me. You know I mean? That's – if you if you get recruited, you just say you go wherever and you'll, you'll pull good football players. It don't matter. For sure. That makes sense. Uh, a couple more quick ones. Uh, I know we've talked previously kind of about the three three five and and all it does, but – uh, for for the people who are kind of tuning in for the first time, or maybe trying to get a feel for how you plan running it, you know, what do you think the three three five looks like in in Syracuse when it's installed and, and kind of operating on all cylinders? Well, I think uh, I think when it's installed, it, it all depends on the personnel, you know. Mm-hmm. But when it's installed, you're going to see you're going to see you know different guys in different positions, different alignments. You're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of movement, you know, a lot of aggression. You know, you you want this whole this whole defense is, is predicated on on being aggressive, you know, and that's that's what you want to do. You want to put your guys in position. You want to put as much pressure on the offense, you know, because that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing to defenses nowadays with tempo and and throwing the ball down the field, you know. So you got to re- reciprocate that that thinking and that philosophy. So we want to be fast. We want to be physical. Uh, we want to blitz from all different angles, from all different with all different people and. Uh, and uh, play man and, and lock up when we have to, and be able to keep stuff in front of us and not give up big plays when we uh, when we choose to. They're kind of an allure and knowing it's not really run too much in the ACC, and maybe some of the offensive coaches you'll be playing against haven't haven't had to learn uh, through in-game adjustments and, and things like that. You know, I, I think uh, I think it's used a lot more than uh, than 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 people say. You know, I 
I watched the cha- the national championship game, and it looked like Clemson. Clemson, yeah. It looked like Clemson was was in in some form of three three stack, you know, blitzing all over the place, moving around. It looked like they were they were like that a lot, you know. So, I think I think people use it more so than 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 people are coming off to be. It's just you know, uh, it's just uh, um, it's just what personnel do you have, you know, and what are you trying to take away? I think I think the three three. You know, people think of the three-three. You're thinking like, oh, three-three stack. You know, just staying in one spot and doing some one thing. But literally, I see a whole bunch of college football teams lining up in three-three and and doing different things in certain situations. You know, so it's uh, it's out there more than than people think. I just, you know, I just, uh, I, I, I mean, I just this is what I know and this is what we're gonna run. For sure, and there's something to be said for doing it full time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, doing doing it full time. But at the same token, it's all about your it's all about your personnel. You know mm-hmm. I mean, like, I can't go in there and say, "Hey, we're running a three three, and we got a whole bunch of really really good D linemen and no linebackers." Well, then right. I'd be stupid to to do that. You know I mean, you go into a, a spot, and that's what the flexibility of the three three does. It allows you to see your personnel and adjust accordingly. So, so teams that can, you know, if let's say we got an abundance of defensive linemen. You know, we just got great D linemen, and we're really short on on linebackers. Well, then guess what? The three three just became the four two, the four two five. You know what I'm saying? Sure. If you let's say let's say you know you're let's say you don't have enough D linemen, and you got a plethora of linebackers, and obviously the three three five comes out. You know, so so it starts off the the base mold is a three three, but because it's so flexible, it's always about the personnel you have on the roster. You got to go back through and say who are your best eleven football players. And if you're best 11, that, that includes four D linemen and two linebackers, well, then guess what? Now you, you have that, that version that you can trot out there. You want your best 11 football players on the field. You don't want, you don't want, you don't want to make a substitution and say, we're running 3 3 5, but our best football player is, you know, is that guy right there, and he's on the sideline. You know what I mean? Sure, absolutely. And with that, I'm sure versatility is really important. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, all that kind of said, um, is there anything important you don't think we've talked about, just about you taking the defensive coordinator position, the process, your relationship with Dino? No, like I like I said, I, this this is a it's a special opportunity for me. I I, I truly think it is. Like um, Dino wants to run this defense. He's got an explosive offense. You know, I know he's had a he he had a. a, a, a Defensive change and some coaches come in and out, um, but again, this, this situation was was different because it wasn't like I was at a, you know, I was at a group of five school or I, I you know, I was I was on the out somewhere or anything. This was, I just got promoted. I had a, you know, I had a really great opportunity um, to learn and be over there with 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 Term and Marvin and those guys. And then when when Syracuse and Coach Babers came calling, you know, that's how that's how. That's how much I I truly believe that Syracuse is is and can be a special place. You know, what I mean, to be around Coach Babers and to be around those guys, that program, and I, I truly think, like I said, you know, I I made the choice to to come back over there. It, I'm telling you, like I I truly think that it, it's it's got a chance. Thanks so much, Tony. Really appreciate your time and looking forward to seeing you up in Syracuse this spring. Oh, for sure, man. See you.